the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We believe that there is ample evidence to indicate the time is short, that Jesus Christ is returning very soon, and that's why we invest our time and our talent and our treasure so heavily into evangelism. It's a high priority for us, and that's true throughout the year, and it's especially true during seasons of harvest such as Easter and Christmas. The New Year's focus and resolution on the table for consideration today as we study verse by verse. Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands will remind us again of our New Year's focus, how it is more than just our talents. It is our time. Do we spend it wisely? Are we looking forward to the soon return of Christ? Here's Pastor Leighton as we study verse by verse. I'm going to invite you to turn in your Bibles to 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 3. We as a congregation have been reflecting and refocusing on our, our priorities for the new year. And oftentimes that takes place in individuals' lives. When they, I know that when the, the rush of Christmas is done, I have a chance to slow down and spend some time with my family and, and things like that. I kind of reflect back on the year and, and I make some decisions related to some course adjustments that need to be made. And uh, when, when God gives us life. He gives us uh, basically three categories to manage. He gives us time, he gives us talent, and he gives us treasure. Time, talent, and treasure. Now, the first Sunday of the year was Mission Sunday, so our pastor gave a report and showed a video of what we're doing in the jungles of Borneo. Uh, On the second Sunday, January 9th, uh, we talked about how we manage the resource of talent. Uh, We talked about Church of the Highlands is a Christ-centered Bible-teaching church, helping people fall in love with Jesus through a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission, and how God gave pastors and teachers to equip the saints for service. Some of us were born and raised in, or raised in churches where it was the people with the collars or the people with the titles or the people with uh, the degrees, the education that did the work of ministry. The Bible says if you're a Christian, you're called to ministry, you're a minister, whether you carry that title or not, and it's up to the Uh, pastors and teachers to equip you for uh, that. And so God has given each one of us a talent, at least one talent, that he intends to be used for the building of his church. And and so that was our focus. And and if you haven't found your talent uh, that uh, God has given you for the purpose of building his church, then may I suggest that since this is the start of a new year, you make it a priority to find out what that talent is and start investing in in God's kingdom. And then last week, our founding pastor uh, gave us biblical instruction concerning how we manage our treasure. And uh, do we invest that in earthly uh, investments, or do we invest in heavenly investments? And that's what uh, the founding pastor talked about last week. This week, we're going to talk about uh, time, uh, the resource of time. And these three resources are interrelated. For instance, we can combine our talent with time and create treasure. We might have a talent for cooking or administrating or software development or whatever that might be, and we take that in 40 hours or whatever that might be, we put it together, and we're able to produce treasure. 
On the other hand, we can also take time and treasure and develop talent. We can uh, go to a local school and pay the tuition and put in the time and take a talent and develop that talent. So the three are interrelated. So today we're going to look at how we manage time. Each of us is given a certain number of seconds in each day. And each of us is given a number of days that are apportioned by God because the Bible teaches it is appointed unto man once to die. That means every one of us has an appointment with death. It's an appointment we're not going to be late for. Might be one of the very few Leighton is not late for. But it's an appointment we're not going to be late for, and it's an appointment we're not going to be early for. We're not going to surprise Jesus by showing up in heaven early. Uh, it's, It's an appointment set by God. Now, the point is, is how do we invest those seconds, those minutes, those hours, and those days? Well, how we invest our time is affected by what our perspectives are on what's important and what is urgent. Uh, Let me give you an example. At 6 p.m. on September 9th, 2010, the top priority for one San Bruno wife was preparing dinner for her family. That was at 6 o'clock. At 6.15, her priorities changed because she became aware of the impending San Bruno fire coming towards the home, and her priority was no longer dinner. It was getting out of the house with her loved ones. So you can see how we perceive things affects how we use our time. Now, Church of the Highlands uh, has a sense of importance and urgency about evangelism, Because we believe that there is ample evidence to indicate the time is short. That Jesus Christ is returning very soon. And that's why we invest our time and our talent and our treasure so heavily into evangelism. It's a high priority for us. And that's true throughout the year. And it's especially true during seasons of harvest such as Easter and Christmas. Many churches have lost their zeal for evangelism because although they believe that Jesus Christ will come again, he promised he would, they don't believe it's going to be anytime soon. And because of that, there's not a sense of urgency and a sense of importance that we need to tell people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so let's take a look at this passage. It's found in 2 Peter chapter 3, and I'll read from verse 3. Most importantly... I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forget that God made the heavens by the word of his command, and he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it with water. Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same word, the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the day of judgment, when ungodly people will be destroyed. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord. And a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No. He is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, 
what holy and godly lives you should live, looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day he will set the heavens on fire, and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to a new heavens and a new earth he has promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. And remember, the Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. And that's the goal. The reason for God's patience is to give people time to be saved. I'd like to invite you to turn now in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 24. And while you're doing that, I'll wrap up some thoughts on the passage we just read. It says, In the last days, scoffers will say what happened to the promise of Jesus coming again. And it's important for us not to uh, encourage those scoffers or even participate in scoffing. And we can do that just simply by our attitude. It's not that we necessarily say anything. It's just by our attitude that Jesus is not really coming again or coming again soon. There's a great hymn in our hymnal. It's number 239. It's entitled, Jesus is Coming Again. And the last verse reads, Standing before him at last. Trial and trouble all past. Crowns at his feet we will cast. That's a, a scene found in Revelation. Jesus is coming again. And the refrain continues, Coming again. Coming again. Maybe morning, maybe noon, maybe evening, and maybe soon. Coming again, coming again. Oh, what a wonderful day it will be. Jesus is coming again. Number 239 in our hymnal. That's the hope of every Christian. Our hope is not in this world. This world is passing away. That's what the Bible tells us. And the, the reason that some churches have lost their zeal for evangelism is that although they believe Jesus is coming again, they really don't believe it's anytime soon. So what's the rush? What's the hurry? What's the problem? And part of the problem with that idea is even though Jesus himself might not return soon, we have no guarantee as individuals of tomorrow. So we should not take any day for granted. Church of the Highlands believes that Jesus Christ could come at any time. It could be in the next 20 minutes. It could be in the next 20 months. It could be in the next 20 years. We don't know. Well, we believe that he's coming again, and the, ind the evidence seems to indicate he might be coming very, very soon. Now, before we examine just a small fraction of the evidence that Jesus may be coming very soon, and when I say a small fraction of the evidence... There were over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament that described in detail the birth, life, ministry, death, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Over 300 in the, in the Old Testament. There are over three times that many prophecies concerning Jesus' second return. And many of those prophecies, most of those prophecies have been fulfilled. And we don't have time to go through almost a thousand prophecies today. So I, I say we're just looking at a, a, just a few uh, examples. It's important for us to beware of a guideline the church, that the Bible gives us. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 36, But concerning that day and hour, that's speaking of the day and hour of his second coming, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. 
And so if someone were to say to you that they know the day and the hour of Jesus' return, they are being nothing short of arrogant. And they are false prophets. And since they are false prophets, you need to look at anything they have to say and evaluate what they have to say in light of Scripture. At Highlands, we don't set a date or a time for Jesus' return because Jesus doesn't know the date and the time. He's sitting in heaven. He's waiting for a signal from the Father. Only the Father knows the date and the time of Jesus' return. So we don't set a time for Jesus' return. However, we do observe the seasons. And why do we observe the season? And the reason we observe the season is because Jesus told us to. As a friend of mine once told me, if God's commanded you, he hasn't got to convict you. How is your focus on the future, on the soon return of Christ? Well, we have more ground to cover. We'll do so tomorrow as Pastor Layton continues our study verse by verse, looking at our New Year's focus, that of our time. If you would like to know more about Church of the Highlands, you're always welcome to stop by our website and learn a bit more about us. Highlands.us is where you'll find us on the Internet. Again, Highlands.us. And you'll also find us here tomorrow as we continue our look at our New Year's focus on our time. Until then, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.